Welcome to John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. I've got a little something that you want to pay attention to here, and I, it snuck up on me overnight. By golly, I imagine that the, uh, da- the damage has been uh, done over a period of time. And I'm talking about the straps that were left on my kayak. See, I have my Wilderness System 135 radar on a Ski-Doo trailer. It's a, it's a your typical tractor supply type trailer that's been rigged up to carry a Ski-Doo. Pretty inexpensive trailer. It's got the 2x4 runners that's sandwiched in between the tri-hulls of the Wilderness System 135 radar. Really nice. Now I use just a ratchet strap to hold this thing on there and I've had no trouble with it. Every once in a while you got to check the ratchet strap, make sure that thing hasn't come loose in any way, shape, or form. Sometimes they'll, they'll bounce loose a little bit, but uh, for the most part it's been very, very good to me. It's never bounced off the trailer, knock on wood. However, I noticed this morning that on my rear tray behind the seat where I put my yak gear equipment. The set, the, the spreading of the hull at the top of the Wilderness System 135 radar because of the strap right there has split a seam on the left and the right side. And uh, that's not good. If it were to rain really heavy from above, water would get inside my kayak. There's gonna be a problem right there. The crack doesn't go up underneath, so that's a good thing. So especially if you live in some very hot, hot environments. It's been really hot here in Ohio. Take those straps off. Put them on while you're transporting your kayak. But when you get home, make sure that you take those things off and loosen them up a little bit. And if I would have done that right there, I would have simply saved my haul and my kayak from having the damage that's been sustained to it. You know, a lot like braces on your teeth, just a little attention goes a long way over a period of time. Dad, gone it. I'm gonna have to patch this up somehow, uh, but uh, I've got this thing loaded up. We're headed down to Lake Chickamauga at about two o'clock this afternoon. Be at Lake Chickamauga putting the kayak in early morning. I think I'm going to be with Stroke Dog and we're going to have both the Subcat 10 and the Wilderness System 135 with the Helix pedal drive out early in the morning. So there you go. That's your little public service announcement from John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. Don't ratchet strap that thing overnight. Just let that thing be nice and uh, loose, but don't forget to strap it down when you're getting ready to transport your kayak, otherwise you might uh, sustain some damage to the kayak that you don't want to happen, and you know, big ways kind of needless. We'll be right back. Welcome to John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. I was waiting for something to segue us into that podcast. You got to put your strap on. 
strap it up. You got to put your strap it up. Strap it up. Strap it up. So myself and Ryan Stroke Dog, we're heading down to the Harrison uh, Bay. We're going to head over to uh, Dallas Bay, actually, which is on the other side of Harrison or the Lake uh, Chickamauga. And uh, Ryan Stroke Dog here, man. Famous TVA bass fisherman here, local legend. Glad to be here with you, buddy. How you doing, man? <laughs> it's good to be here, man. You know... I did have to. I did save our lives earlier. You were so excited about getting to where we're going and being able to chance to fish on this great lake, Chickamauga. They say we're not number one anymore, but we all know around here who's number one. I mean, everywhere you go, you see a pond. Everybody's got a pond. If you ain't fishing down here, what the heck are you doing? There ain't no kidding about that. You know those people get out there on Lake Chickamauga and they pick up them big old Bettys and they bring them up to those personal ponds, don't they? I don't know where they're coming from, but the big old baddies is there. Tennessee tinies. Tennessee tinies. All right. Well, speaking of strap-ons, I had... Uh, don't let it hurt you, No. You know, now, uh, we opened up this podcast earlier with, like, a little segment about leaving the strap-ons and this real hot weather. It's, like, probably 98 degrees right now here in Cleveland, Tennessee. It's hot, and it's been hot for a couple days. And that'll melt anything that's outside, especially if you got a strap on it. So I loosened up my straps, and uh, we're heading down the road. And I just looked back there, and I thought I saw that thing looked a little loose. So I remembered I had to stop and strap it on. So that's what I did. But I'm excited, man. We stopped at um, Fishtails, Fishtails earlier. Fishtails Tank. Big shout out to Fishtails. Right there on Georgetown Highway, Cleveland, Tennessee, Bradley County. Stop by and see them. Uh, Tank, he's a uh, big into fishing, been known around. He's got his own things. He's actually, uh, we're going to throw out some of his stuff today, I think. We're going to oh. see how that goes. Hey, man, there's, there's, we got a couple of the jigs yep. that Tank makes. And then uh, we got the, we got, we're going out with the... Uh, the Ryan Wrecker, too, man. I'm anxious to throw that. Now, it's a heavy swim bait. Now, I don't get the opportunity, really. To, well, I do. There's all kinds of opportunities back in southwestern Ohio to toss a, a swim bait. Uh, you know, I just don't have that as my confidence lure. But down here in Lake Chickamauga, if a swim bait's not your confidence lure, then you just should pack it up and go home. I mean, like the guy said at Fishtails today, I mean, I've been doing crankbaits for 18 years. I can throw one of these swimming things and get the same effect. Might as well just swim it, baby. Swim it. So we're going across Harrison Bay. Look at that. That place is packed right now. Look at that. How's that water looking? Look at that. It's God's country. We got a little windy today, so it's been some slight overcast going on. Got some current through there. It's always a windy spot right here. So what, what highway is this right now? Highway 58. Highway 58. Harrison Pike, is that what they call this? No. 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 This is Highway 58, Harrison Bay. Um, this is going to come up to 153. Where we're going is Chester Frost uh, Park. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on the other side. Uh, I guess that would be the, probably yeah. the west side. Which right over here, you're right. It's the southwest side, southwest side of Lake Chickamauga. So uh, Chester Park. Uh, dock and then uh, is that like a state park over there? Uh, something like that. I believe all this is something like a state park. Right. Harrison Bay National Park right here, state park. Now they they tell me that you're the only person that could ever really catch a fish out of the Okoe River. What do they mean by that? 
I mean, if you catch fish in the Okoe River between, mm, let's say, Ducktown and Okoe Inn, and if you're from here, you know what I'm saying. If you catch a fish in there better than the one that I caught, you come see me. I'll buy you dinner. <laughs> so, I didn't know that particular joke. Now, uh, uh, Stroke Dog, I, the name, the, the, the title itself, I think, stems from your uh, your legendary status on the Okoe River as a raft guide. Very inter- entertaining raft guide, I might say. And if there's anybody I'm going to take a eight-man raft down the Okoe with going through the Olympic section with only two of us in there, <laughs> it would be uh, the Stroke Dog. Uh, but we made it through, didn't we? We did. We barely. <laughs> we barely made it, but we made it. We made it. No, we well, we wiped out on part of the section, though. Yeah. Yeah. But we made it through Godzilla. And humongous. And humongous. Yeah. Yes. That's all that matters. And Hell's Hole? Yeah, Hell's Hole. <laughs> and then we lost Edge the video the, camera. The world got our video camera. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. It's simple, something as simple as slapping the paddle. Yeah, slapping the paddle. Good slapping Lord. the paddle. Good Lord. So we're going to slap it a bass today? We're going to slap some bass today. Slap it right in the bass. So yesterday I went out. Uh, I was up my favorite place, the launching areas, Grasshopper Key, uh, Creek. And uh, of that guy with the uh, the other uh, inflatable that we saw yeah. at the, uh, he said, shoot, I bet that boat would be great for Grasshopper. I said, yeah, it would. Ooh, yeah. Don't tell everybody about that place, Jones. I won't. You know what's nice about that place? It's nice because they have two ply toilet paper. You can't beat that. No. You go to any ODNR and you're going to get that one ply stuff, which is kind of crazy because we end up 10 plying it. You know, we end up really getting a big wad of it in our hand, right? You following me? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, so, what highway is it I'm looking for? Uh, we're going to go to 153. You're okay. Go, you got a little ways. Right. Okay, cool. So, we got a little time. We'll so you'll, you'll let me know when we got to yes. turn, right? Right. So, yeah, you guys need to check this place out down here. If, you, if you're not familiar with Lake Chickamauga and you are within five hours of this fish factory, you really don't know what you're missing. Everything is available down here. I love Cleveland, Tennessee. How long you been living down here? Um, we've lived here a couple times in our life, but basically what, probably 18 to 20 years now. Probably more than that, 25. Right. So I'm almost 40, so yeah, 25 years, 28 years. And I understand that Cleveland, Tennessee was voted America's best place to raise a family. If that is a true statement, I would believe it. I believe it. I would believe it, dude. I believe it. It's clean. I just went to the Walmart today, and I come back. I've come from Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the home base for Kroger's, and Kroger's is a pretty well-established uh, grocery store all around the country, but specifically there in the Queen City. I went to a Walmart today that was up to par with the Kroger's cleanliness, friendliness, service. And I, there's very few places you can find that. But here in Cleveland, Tennessee, people seem to walk around with a smile on their face. They pick up their trash. 
They, they don't mind your civil liberties. If you want to go out there and put you a couple blazers in your front yard and just tie them together with a trampoline next to it. And, and <laughs> or if you, if you want to dig you a bass pond three inches away from your house, there's not going to be anybody. Well, you share. You're going to do something like that, you got to share. You do got to share. share. That's very important to share. Neighbors but, that don't share their pond, that ain't right. That, that ain't right. It's, it should be. I think it's actually an illegal ordinance be. here. If it's not, it should be. And everybody's got a pond, too. Good Lord, there's more lakes, more ponds around here. But Good stuff. We're going to be pulling into the dock, and we're meeting up with Joey and his yep. dad, right? Joey Donald and the Don. The big Don, and they, they're going to have a boat. At first, we thought it would be all fun and game. We party barged it, hooked up to a power boat, and you could drag us around. But I think they're just going to meet us down there. We'll probably hang out in the same area. It looks like Dallas Bay is a really good place, location. We can't go too far. <gasps> we can't go far at all, dude. We got to go back. What? I forgot the batteries for the subcat. <laughs> wow. Do you have a paddle? I got a paddle, but it's only a one sided. That's a long way to go. Too. That's a long way to go. Let's paddle it out, bro. Nah, you don't want to do that. We can't do that. I bet you I can tie you to the to the wilderness system one three five radar. I got the brand new Helix pedal drive on there. Yeah. We'll get it out there. We'll make it work. Or you could drop a jump in the boat for with uh, Donald and uh, Joey. Just jump in that. Cruise around. We'll figure it out. You know what? I thought about those batteries. I thought about them. And that's as far as I got. Daggone it. Isn't that funny? Well, there you go. See what happens? You know, there's there's a case in there's a case in point of not checking, kind of off. I'm kind of off sync anyway. You know, whenever you're hanging out with or you're when you go out by yourself all the time, you have a certain system down. You know, but when you do, you get excited, new location. You're with somebody else, throws you off a little bit. That kind of that happens to me all the time. So, what size battery? Well, it would be like a marine battery. You know, and it's something that we could hook up to the uh, the thing. Uh, they're about 150 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. It's tempting though, isn't it? You just like he's pointing to a location that sells uh, boat RV supplies. Like, let's go up here and buy a 150 dollar marine battery, so no, we don't have to. You know what? I there's a, sometimes I do that. We're limited with time and fishing. So, uh, you know, that's tempting. You know, you're sitting there going, okay, now if I went in there and bought a $150 marine battery, I know I'd probably get a, a brand new one like that. I'd probably get, uh, you know, at least 10 miles of fishing in before. <laughs> I think I know where we're going to go, though, man. I'll hook you up to the wilderness, and then I'm just going to drag you uh, up, and we're going to fish those ledges that we looked. Because we're going to stick to our agenda. We got those Ryan's, uh, Ryan Records, man. Well, We're gonna records, get. Man. No yeah. matter where I'm going, I'm catching. Yeah, that's the attitude. See, that's the attitude you get when you're down here with a true professional of catching TVA bass. You know, it doesn't I just matter. Work harder to get it now. That's all. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, that's for sure. Well, you should get in the wilderness system. Get in that one. 
because I don't need to go oh, far. I like standing on that subcat. That is nice, isn't it? I like standing on it. I do. And you're about what, six foot three, yeah. six foot four? Three, yeah. Yeah, so. You're going to need to get the right line. So that subcat brought a lot of attention down here in Cleveland, Tennessee. We were in a parking lot of a local grocery store. And uh, lo and behold, a fellow pulls up with an Odyssey uh, pontoon uh, angling craft. And uh, we got to talking about the subcat, which I got in the back of the uh, vanilla chew. And then another gentleman just walked up. It was a creek fisherman. And he thought immediately that this thing would be a great watercraft to be in some shallow water. And it truly is. For uh, Ryan Stroke Dog here was with me when we got the old Betty. Oh, and eight inches of water. Oh, Unfreaking believable. How many Waffle Houses are there in Cleveland, Tennessee? About as many as you got. We got one back home. I mean, close. <laughs> you got one here, like in every five miles, yeah, don't you? Yeah. About one every three, four, yeah. five miles. Right? We got here Mexican restaurants, churches, and Waffle Houses. You're gonna see them every corner. <laughs> That's true. Mm. <laughs> and they're clean. Yeah. You know, and it's clean. <laughs> That's good people. Churches. Are we turning right here? You know, so you know, uh, 153. 153. Okay, so cool. We're taking South 58 to 153. That's where, where we are headed. So we're going to get ourselves to the dock and we'll bring it right back. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be bringing it back with the legendary Stroke Dog. We're going to go catch some bass. Welcome back to John Gray's Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. Stroke Dog, we just uh, put him out on the Subcat 10, and he's sitting up leisurely on the seat of the Subcat. Now, you gotta, you know, I have to remind you that Ryan's about six foot three, so he's got a really long inseam. And uh, when he sits up on the uh, Subcat, his knees are kind of up in the air a little bit, so it looks kind of funny. So, uh, Joey and Donald, in uh, Donald's bass tracker, attached a rope to the Subcat, and they are idling him out to uh, our destination. And it is funny to see. I, I thought he would sit in the boat with Joey and Donald, but no. Stroke Dog likes to be a little different. And uh, <laughs> he looks different <laughs> sitting on that. So I'm currently uh, pedaling the Wilderness System 135 radar, the P-51 Mustang of my squadron fleet. And we got the new Wilderness System Helix pedal drive in here, the one that they sent me to replace the one that just went totally bad. And it's got a brand new blade and it is smooth and we are trucking along. I bet we're doing probably two and a half, three miles an hour, which isn't bad for pedaling. Now keep in mind, it's about 98 degrees right now. 
so I'm certainly working up a sweat, but, and you can probably hear me breathing a little bit. And listen how noisy this thing is. <laughs> Now the subcat does have the noise during the transition, so I'd be bubbling with that electric motor back there. And in a sense, just would struggle. If I had to double or this length in which I'm going right now, I would, uh, it would take so much time. But, uh, this isn't bad with the uh, pedal drive. And if I had the Mirage drive, it wouldn't be too bad. And I think I see Joey and Donald coming up right now. They look like the they look like Batman coming down through here. Yeah! Yeah! We'll see if we can do it. This is awesome. It'd be fun if I could just ride in the wake of the boat. You know? It's possible that I could do that. And I'll just hang on to this in case I gotta let go. How's that? Okay. I'm ready. Let me, uh, I'll tell you what, let me take this up. Let's try it. I'm ready. <laughs> Ryan looked hysterical. Yeah. Give him a little slack here. So what? Whoa, there we go. There we go. I think we got it. Now see these Tennessee boys down here know what to do. <laughs> this is hysterical. Whoa. That almost flipped me. I thought it was about ready to go like that. That was about ready to flip me there, so I could feel that one coming. Thank you for listening to John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. When they say the bottom of my heart. I think that's the deepest regions of your heart. So that's where this thank you is coming from. Now to sum up the Lake Chickamauga trip with Ryan, stroke dog. Joey and Donald pulled him out of Dallas Bay relatively easy using the power boat. But it wasn't such a good thing with me in the kayak. You heard it the first time. I tried it again the second time. Man, I came so close to wiping that thing out, so that's not a good thing to do. And I will probably never do that again. Now you can have another kayak pull you, 
something that's trolling a little slower, but you don't want someone up there cranking up the horsepower and getting that boat going at a speed that they're probably a little bit more used to. Don't keep the strap tight on your kayak if it's sitting on the trailer, especially when it's really hot outside. Here in southwestern Ohio, it's been brutal. Humidity's been so high. You got temperatures up near 100 degrees. So I've had the kayak conveniently out on the driveway on the ski-doo trailer strapped down. But what I didn't recognize soon enough was that strap was slowly deforming the kayak. And it did split the inside of my hull. Now, I was able to put construction adhesive on there, and it's, it's watertight. It's going to work, but it's still, you know, it's not the prettiest thing in the world now. And it's there. So don't do that. Also, before you take off to the fishing hole, you take off down the road racing, you got that trailer just screaming back there holding on for dear life. It's got the kayak on it. Don't forget to strap it back down. I also made that mistake, but luckily I looked back there and the strap was loose and I was able to catch it. Ryan and myself, we didn't catch anything that day on Dallas Bay. It was rough. That's more of a recreational area. It's a lot of other watercraft there. You got a lot of pontoon boats. You got a lot of ski dudes racing around. And it makes a lot of noise. So no bass is going to be there within a nautical mile. However, the next day, I took the Wilderness System 135 radar. And I really checked the seaworthiness of it. It's kind of choppy out there. And I decided to go to the other side of Lake Chickamauga from Grasshopper Creek. There's a house there. It's a beautiful house. Sets up on the cliff. It's probably got a half a million dollar rock wall there. Thank you so much for the structure, by the way. It's probably a two and a half million dollar home. Got their own dock out there. You know, it's probably where Alan Jackson lives. And I think I took this 6XD deep diving crankbait. I tossed it right in the mouth of this fish. I must have. At first I thought it was stuck on some, uh, I'm not getting a bite all day. I, don't, I forgot what it felt like. I pulled on that a little bit and I noticed, wow, there's a big mouth attached to it. But as I was pulling the bass up, I thought it was like, is this thing dead? And I moved a little bit and I got it closer. Wow, it's a big bass. But it was just kind of not fighting. I went and I netted the fish and what I discovered was I caught another classic warrior. Yeah, it was it was relatively a healthy fish, but it was old. Just like old Betty that we caught just, you know, a few weeks ago. Eight inches of water here in southwestern Ohio. Pulled old Betty out. 21 and a half inch bass, missing an eye, scars all over the body, chunks of the fins taken out. You can see hook wounds in the mouth. Bill Dance, KVD himself, who knows, Jimmy Houston, <laughs> could have caught these fish. And there, pulling out another classic warrior, looking a lot like old Betty. Literally, they could have been twins. Missing one eye, 
chunks of the fin gone, scars all over your body. Literally the fish of 5,000 cast. So, would I do it all over again? Would I take off south five and a half hours? Would I get up every morning at 4.30 in the morning, out on the water at 5.30? Fish until the heat of the day. Not catching anything for, what, four days? Just to catch that one fish, that one classic warrior. Would I do it all over again? Thank you for listening to John Gray's Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. I really do appreciate it. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Wear your PFD. Until next time, I'm hoping to get out in the morning. So long, everybody.